0: on Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to a new edition of Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. My name's Patricia Trena. I am your host of the Locked On Giants podcast, and as promised, we are turning our attention full scale now. To the upcoming NFL draft. It's just weeks away now. And what we're going to be doing over the next several days, whenever possible, is we're going to be having our colleagues from the Locked on College podcasts come on and give us the 411 on their respective schools and their prospects. And I can't think of a better way to kick off this series than with a young lady whose work I admired. She is the host of the Locked on Tar Heels podcast. Her name is Candace Cooper. Candice, thank you so much much for taking the time to speak with me today.
1: Patricia, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited, not only because I get to talk football with a fellow female in this game, but more importantly, I am a Giants fan. So I am super excited to talk to someone who I've admired from afar, looking up and giving me all my great insights.
0: So thank you so much for having me. Uh, My pleasure. So Candace, all right, so we're going to be turning to you to to give us the 411, like I said, on the Tar Heels. But first, I want to start off by um, addressing COVID and the impact That it has had on the various college programs. Now, some schools, obviously, their schedules were abbreviated. Some schools were able to work around it. Some schools had players opt out. Can you just kind of give us a summary of how COVID affected the Tar Heels football program and in particular, the, the draft prospects that we're looking at?
1: Absolutely. So Carolina was able to have at least 12, 11 games in the season. So thankfully they were able to get in most of them and all of the COVID related issues were due to other programs. So Carolina was pretty, one of the only you know, teams in the ACC that wasn't dealing with kind of COVID protocols. They had one back when the sp- uh, spring started early, but then came fall, nobody had a positive test, which was a great outlook. You know, it's overall of how they were trying to keep everything very serious for Carolina. And then you think about guys who opt- it out. We had a couple before the season even started, a couple of defensemen who decided they were not going to um, play. But other than that, everybody was out in. Coach Mac Brown really harped on the fact that senior Michael Carter kind of sat down with the rest of the team and asked them, Are you dialed in? Are you ready to go? And can we do this? And everybody, you know, gave a very resounding unified yes. And so that's what the team, you know, trying to do big things as we know Carolina's turning their program around, did. So overall that was, you know, a great experience just having Some really good quality games in the season. And then we got to our bowl game playing Texas A&M. And we had some of our prospects, who we'll talk about later in the show, decide to opt out. It was kind of a bummer, right? Javante Williams, Chad Surratt, Michael Carter were guys who we were all really excited about. And then you had De'Ami Brown decide to opt out. And it was just kind of like, okay, maybe <laughs> we're a little sad because we just want to see Carolina be on the national stage and be a really good SEC team. And it was unfortunate that those guys didn't play. But Carolina certainly held their own. And it was just One of those instances where you're like, okay, the kids are all right. We'll see some goodness when it's down the road. I think that the future is certainly bright with Sam Howell and company.
0: Now, in terms of, you know, COVID, some players opting to sit out this season and whatnot. Just, I kind of want to get a range of opinion here. And I'll start with you, Obviously how much do you think that really affects the draft stock of these guys? Because now you're talking, you know, it's been over a year, maybe almost close to two years since they put on football pads. And if they make it to the NFL, you're talking maybe even longer. So mm-hmm. what are some of the things that, that you think a affect? you know, d- does this affect a guy's stock and b, you know, what are some of the things that you know of that, that some of these guys who opted out early have done to make sure that their skill level doesn't drop?
1: Absolutely. So I think first and foremost, you know, your tape doesn't lie. So if you're good, they'll find you. I also think, though, that programs, it's very program based. So if you have the right people in your corner, the right people vouching for you. That's a you know big deal. If you look at programs like Carolina who haven't exactly been on the football, you know, forefront for a good minute. It's hard to kind of get those people to take a look and listen. So we had it was lucky for a lot of our guys to get the season in to have conversation. We look like a Javante Williams, who probably would not have been on national radar with the tandem of he and my. Michael Carter, right? There wouldn't have been that big conversation, the national the breaking NCAA records with most yards in a game. Like that wouldn't have occurred. And I don't think people would have been like, oh, maybe we should take a second look and kind of figure out whether these guys can play at the next level. So I do think that not having that year is certainly gonna hurt some guys, especially from our program. But it again it goes back to who's vouching for you, the agents, are they putting enough film out? Are they making enough calls? And are you doing these workouts? Are you showing yourself in these workouts and just offering up opportunities to showcase your skills and talent? But we both know that at the end of the day, it's all about in-game action that a lot of these you know, scouts and what have you are looking at. So it's unfortunate, right? But I do think that, again, if you can play, they'll find you and they'll figure it out.
0: You're listening to Locked On Giants with Patricia Trana and special guest Candice Cooper, who is the host of the Locked On Tar Heels podcast. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, more from Candace right after this. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your sportsbook expert. Hey, Giant fans, this is Patricia Trana host of the Locked on Giants podcast. If you're looking for a way to keep Giants football in the forefront, during this offseason, pick up a copy of my new book, The Big 50 New York Giants, The Men and Moments That Made the New York Giants. This 350-plus page book takes a deep dive into the rich history of the Giants franchise, covering every era with stories, photos, and more that take you behind the headlines. The Big 50 New York Giants is available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, TriumphBooks.com, and wherever books are sold. Pick up your copy today, and thank you to everyone for your support. Welcome back, Giant fans, to Locked On Giants. Patricia Trainer here with you, and my special guest today is Candace Cooper. She is the host of the Locked On Tar Heels podcast, and she's giving us the lowdown on the North Carolina Tar Heel draft prospects. And before we continue with our conversation with Candace, Just want to make sure you know that you can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on all the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And again, we are speaking with Candace Cooper. She is the host of the Locked on Tar Heels podcast. And as we record this show, we're recording the show actually on a Sunday, and the North Carolina Pro Day is actually coming up. Candace, can you give us a little overview of what your expectations are, you know, what you're hearing about, who's going to work out, who's not, and just anything else you can share ahead of the actual pro day? Absolutely.
1: So Carolina is actually having their pro day tomorrow on March 29th. So they are gearing up for what should be a very exciting pro day because for the first time, they'll have the NFL network there. Steven Smith Sr. will be in the building. So getting to talk to Diami Brown and Daz Newsom is going to be helpful as receivers trying to learn the game. And I think this is, you know, it speaks to Mac Brown's brand in having the NFL network even pay attention to a Carolina. is just, okay, <laughs> we're finally getting into the conversation where people are taking notice of what's being done in that building so we'll have Michael Carter De'Ami Brown Chaz Surratt Javante Williams and Daz Newsom all performing um, on Monday and then we will hopefully see from what I consider two really good receivers in De'Ami Brown Daz Newsome both have qualities that are different but uniquely still going to be beneficial to teams and then Chaz Surratt we know his story from going to quarterback to a def- uh, defensive lineman. And I think that he's just been a unique talent that people just want to see for themselves. Cause you're like, can he actually play defense at the next level? Which I personally think he's proven himself worthy, but then you also have your running backs, Michael Carter, Javante Williams, who of course people want to see in the flesh, you know, Javante's built a little bit differently. Give me, he gives me Saquon energy. If I'm going to give a giants reference with just how he's stacked and mighty and Michael is shifting and very fast. And so I think, you know, from what, everyone's been talking about the guys just kind of stamping what we already know based on, again, getting the opportunity to play this season.
0: But in terms of the the turf, you know, obviously there's, there's no combine this year and you know, th- there are some NFL scouts that say, Oh, you know, now we've got players on different turfs and whatnot. I'm not, I, I apologize. I'm not familiar with, Carol, North Carolina's turf, but how do you think that's going to maybe give certain guys an advantage in their workout as opposed to if they ran and did all the drills at the combine?
1: Yeah, so Carolina um, plays on turf, and that's something that they have had to transition into because we've had a lot of you know funny and not funny stories about our Keenan Stadium in general. So I think that the guys are going to be well equipped to run quickly on turf. I think it's going. I think that you know when you only guy that might have the biggest questions around his speed or what and whatnot it would be well actually two guys, Yami Brown and Michael Carter, because that's what they're known for. And that's, you know, what everyone is saying is going to be their best seller in terms of getting picked picked up by some of these teams. So I hope that Michael Carter and Diami Brown have been practicing on multiple platforms just to be able to run quickly when it's game time.
0: Any concerns about any lingering injuries or, or medical issues from these guys that may that you think might affect some of their stocks?
1: Yeah, so De'Ami Brown and Daz Newsom, both our receivers, have had some lingering issues with their wrists and, you know, different arm injuries, but both of them have taken the time. Again, I think not playing the bowl game certainly helped for the rehab and getting themselves right as they prepared for pro day and then ultimately for the draft. And so I think that both are, you know, nothing too concerning, you know, right? I think it's something that's just, you know, that it's there, but it's not something that's going to hinder them in the future.
0: And in terms of, you know, let, let's, let's kind of break it down now for Giants-specific players. Now, we've seen all kinds of different Tar Heels mock to the Giants. I know Chaz Surratt is a guy that uh, a lot of people on my Twitter timeline and in the podcast, they seem to love. What is it about him? Do you think he's a fit for the, what the Giants do? And, and, you know, what do you like about him and what's the ceiling?
1: Right, so Chaz had a really great breakout year um in twenty nineteen because he switched over from quarterback to defensive lineman or linebacker, and I think the the big reason for why his numbers were so high because people didn't have film on him, right, so people weren't able to figure out how to stop him or how to you know break up his tackling or what whatnot, so I think that was the biggest. Um, issue when we saw drops between 2019 and 2020. And now that you have film and you can study him, you can figure out his different quirks. But I think that Chaz overall um, has his intelligence. His IQ is something that I certainly think the Giants need especially when it comes to just being in the back and trying to figure out how to, beyond the defensive line, right? If we can't get Leonard to tackle, then who else are we going to get to be able to get in on every single play? And that's something that Chaz is really big on. He is all about tackling. Solo tackles, he had – 49 for the year and 42 assisted and six sacks. I think he just loves to be in on every play possible. And so I think that's something that Giants fans can get excited about is because you just have someone who, I mean, still has so much to learn and get better at. And his ceiling is high, in my opinion, only because he hasn't done it for very long. Right. So I think that he has the opportunity to not get stagnant. And what I think that the Giants need is kind of fresh, fresh eyes, fresh abilities to just really love and enjoy the game again. Because, you know, I think that when you're a storied program, you're used to excellence. And hopefully that Chaz can be one of the guys that brings it back.
0: What other players on defense do you see as maybe catching the Giants eye, given what they run
1: you know, that's a really great question, Patricia. I haven't done a lot of defensive, you know, opportunities to look at guys. I think that, you know, overall, you know, I mean, I, I'm going to be very transparent. I think the Giants need a lot of a lot of things, and the first thing for me is a protecting Daniel Jones. And so I'm more so looking at the offensive line and how we're going to ensure – that he gets enough protection, gives him enough time. And I think about guys like, you know, how is Saquon going to come back? If not, I have a great guy, Javante Williams, who will be able to block and give Daniel some of that protection that he needs.
0: And Javante Williams, he's a running back, right? Yes. Yeah, 5'10", 220 pounds. Ashley has has enough potential. I know the draft network – likes him as a potential featured running back. So tell us a little bit, a bit about him because I do think the Giants are going to be looking to draft a running back to compliment Saquon Barkley. Is this guy, you know, a good compliment to Saquon? Or I, and I think you have another one in the, in the draft. Um, name escapes me. I know there's another running back in the draft. Right. Michael so, Carter. Michael yep. Carter. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, which one do you see as maybe being a, a better fit?
1: I think that Michael Carter would be a better fit only because he gives me more Alvin Kamara vibes where he's very patient in the backfield and he's whenever it's his time to go and makes, he'll make a play out of nothing because Carolina also struggled with a poor offensive line at times. So I think Michael would be a great compliment to Saquon because they both are able to make things out of nothing. And, you know, in terms of speed and agility, I think Michael maybe have an, has an edge. Over that, but I also think, you know, Javante is a guy that they could be a one two tandem in terms of Thunder and Lightning and really, you know, after you'd <laughs> be a third down back at those kind of questions. So I think, you know, for two two running backs who ran over a thousand yards on the year, you can't go wrong. And I think that if you, I mean, what is it, Wayne Galloway? I think Auburn, Galloway, yeah. Galloway, yep, did a great, you know, this year for us and, you know, trying to learn. I don't think that they, I don't think that's a necessarily a need for the Giants but it's certainly something to consider with your when you're trying to think about you know Saquon and his injuries.
0: You are listening to Locked on Giants with Patricia Traynor and special guest Candace Cooper who is the host of the Locked on Tar Heels podcast and we here on the Locked on Giants podcast we are ramping up again the pre-draft coverage trying to cover as many schools as we can leading up to the NFL draft which is coming up. Very, very soon, just a few weeks out now until we find out who the Giants pick. We're going to take our final break. When we come back, more from Candice right after this. With the ever-increasing number of auto makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait for the counterperson to order the parts on a computer? usually choosing the brands that the store happens to prefer. Instead, take your search for your auto parts to rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for all your auto parts and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpeting. Whether it's for your classic or daily drive, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. Hey, giant fans, if you haven't tried the all new Built Bar, you're really missing out. They offer an amazing assortment of flavors, both of the nut and nut free varieties, which is sure to appease any taste. And can I take a moment to tell you about their new coconut brownie chunk bar, folks? This is by far my favorite of Bilt Bar's selection and a perfect way for me to swap out a meal or if my day is particularly busy and I need a quick bite, tide me over until my next meal. Bilt Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they really taste like you're eating a candy bar, except you're not. You're indulging in a low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber treat that's great for the keto diet or any diet plan you happen to be on. So head on over to BuiltBar.com today and use the special promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com with the promo code LOCKEDON20 for 20% off your next order. And welcome back, giant fans, to Locked on Giant Segment 3. Patricia Trainer here with you as we start our uh, pre-draft coverage. Leading up to the NFL Draft, today we are talking with Candace Cooper of the Locked on Tar Heels podcast. And speaking of the NFL Draft, it's just weeks away and it's time to start following our Locked on NFL Draft duo. The Draft Dudes podcast watches every prospect so that you don't have to. And the Locked on NFL Draft podcast is your daily draft news and mock draft podcast. Follow the Locked on NFL Draft and Draft Dudes on the radio.com app. Or wherever you get your podcasts. And again, we are speaking with Candace Cooper of Locked on Tar Heels. And I want to ask you now about the receiver, uh, Diame Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is such a deep, deep, deep class for receivers, probably deeper than last year's class. Yeah. And just give us a quick scatter report on him, what he does well. I mean, I see 6'1", 195. You know, the Giants haven't had a tall receiver. They signed Galladay, you know, to be one of those tall receivers. But, goodness, tall receivers, they they certainly make a quarterback's life easier. But what does Diami Brown bring to the table?
1: Absolutely. Diami is not the tallest, but he's certainly one of the fastest guys that I've seen in Carolina's program, right? And he gives me Hakeem Nicks vibes in terms of just being able to get, like, when he's going to go for that 50-50 ball, he's going to compete for it every single time. And Diami is just someone who every single game goes out and gives his 100% best. And so to me, I think that's someone that you, especially talking about the Giants, want someone who just has the energy and spark to really just try and give you the best place possible. He's great for when Daniel wants to air it out, right? He'll be a great receiver in that he'll be able to meet, you know, Daniel, wherever he is. And I think that's something that overall, you know, over a thousand yards himself averaging 20 yards per carry, he has just the speed and agility and he has the toughness for what I think that, you know, anybody in NFC East needs at this point.
0: Now you also have another receiver. I think he's more of a slot guy, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Daz Newsome.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daz Newsom has been probably been the one who's most under, under the, under the radar, underrated of our five guys who are going to be competing at pro day and of our bar seniors who decided to go to the next level. And I think Daz is one where he has a lot of grit and he is going to get you those third and sevens on he's going to again 50, 50 balls. He's going to be very much trying to play grown man in that regard. And he is a great punt returner as well. So I think that's something if you're trying to you know, earn a spot on special teams to certainly be a place where he can solidify his position and trying to get better, you know, probably with a deep um, depth chart when it comes to receivers.
0: Yeah, and I mention I mentioned slot because I know a lot of people are like, wait a minute, they have uh the Giants have Sterling Shepard, but mm. Sterling's getting up there in age, you know, hard to believe it because it just yeah. seems like yesterday that he was just brought up, you know, that he just came uh, onto the scene. But he's also had injury issues the last couple of years. Um, you know, he's played he missed six games in 2019. He missed four, I believe, um, in, in 2020. So, and he's only played uh full seasons in his rookie season 2016 and again in 2018 so it's never too early I think to to start thinking about potentially down the line and whatnot and and Newsom was certainly a guy that I that I took a look at Uh, Candice who are some of the other you know you mentioned Newsom as being one of the under the radar guys who are some of the other under the radar type of players from uh, the Tar Heels that you think are going to really surprise people come draft weekend
1: so the five that I you know have are the ones that I think are going to be probably the most talked about. I don't see any. I don't think Carolina's there yet where we have a lot of under the radar guys besides Daz. Um, but I do think that that hopefully having I think Michael and Javante are going to go in the later like mid rounds, third or fourth round. Um, but I do think that speaks a lot to what Carolina is trying to do in the program they're trying to build and. You know, I think this is going to be Sam Howell's last year. So <laughs> if this is going to be any time to put Carolina football on the map and give them some sort of like, okay, we can get guys to the league and it's not just, you know, we have one-offs every now and again. We have multiple guys coming. I think that's what Carolina is trying to bring itself to. And other than Daz, unfortunately, though, I think that's all who are going to fly under the radar. Everyone else has probably solidified their spot whenever, wherever, you know, a lot of these scouting reports are putting them.
0: Okay, now I'm going to put you on the spot for this final question. If you could only pick one player from the Tar Heels to put on the Giants, who would it be and why?
1: Mm, That's a great question. I would honestly put Javante Williams because I think all season I was like, hashtag feed Javante because when he's in the game, he makes a difference immediately, right? I, I think it's hard because Michael Carter is just as good, just as talented, if not more, you know when it comes to numbers. But when you think about someone who just has heart and energy, who's going to give you their very best and break through tackles and not ever do anything other than, you know, have dialed vision of wanting to win, that's Javante. And he's very soft-spoken, very laid back. He gives me like Devin White kind of vibes where he's just, he loves his horses. <laughs> he just wants to come in, play good football and go on about his way. So I definitely would pick Javante.
0: Oh, that sounds so cute. That's great. <laughs> Candace, great information. Before we sign off, just tell everybody where they can find you on social media and anything you got go- coming up with the uh, with with the uh, what your Lock on Tar Heels podcast absolutely thank
1: you so much again for having me and yes at locked on heels at candace d cooper d as in dog you can certainly find me there and more importantly we uh talk with locked on acc so i'll be like the representative there when we're talking about march madness with a bunch of the guys on locked on now as we're wrapping up college basketball so i look forward to having those conversations and yeah it's so so great to really get into the thick of football you know we've had all this college basketball conversation and football is pretty pretty much my wheelhouse so I'm looking forward to giving you guys giving people reactions to pro day more importantly as we gear up for yet what should be a great season for the Tar Heels
0: yes and if the Giants do end up drafting anybody from North Carolina certainly I will be reaching out again I'm fingers crossed because I absolutely like I said I couldn't wait to do a podcast with you and you were like first up on my list of contact.
1: Listen, I'm absolutely ready for it. We can do a crossover episode and I look forward to having that conversation because I think it's important to, you know, get the Carolina guys out there. they are going to be some we haven't had a lot of heavy hitters especially on the Giants when it comes to uh picks, but I think that there's someone good might fall into the Giants lap this year.
0: Well, I mean, we we did get Lawrence Taylor, so this is true. This is I mean, you got you got
1: a great, but you know, Lawrence honestly, if you think about people, you know, 90s babies, like late 90s babies, they're probably like, who is Lawrence Taylor, which is so I sad. Know.
0: <laughs> I know. I've actually had people tell me that they'd never see Lawrence Taylor play, uh-huh. and I'm like, I feel sorry for you because you missed out on a phenomenal athlete. <laughs> right. And when they I do the comparison
1: game, you're like, oh, I mean, that's he's great. You know, we have certainly great guys on defense, but there's no Lawrence Taylor.
0: <laughs> no, there isn't. And I and again, I do my heart bleeds for anybody who who was born after he retired because he was something else, man. If you could ever get your hands on some old VHS tapes there of his go. games, wow. But 100%. anyway, Candace, this was a ton of fun. Thank you again so much. Good luck to with your podcast folks make sure you keep it here on the locked on giants podcast we have plenty of schools coming up uh, the rest of the week penn state is on deck and uh, i'm working to get a couple more for th- the rest of the week and we'll continue to work on getting you more schools more prospects covered as we count down to the nfl draft for candace cooper i'm patricia trena have a great day folks